2: morning, happy Monday to you. Welcome into a new week here on the program and hope that everybody had a good Thanksgiving weekend. Hope you got to spend time with family. Hope you got to have a good meal or two or three. And I hope that you uh, are refreshed and relaxed and ready for everything that comes now with the rest of the holiday season. And of course we're going to talk a lot over the course of the next couple of weeks about Giving, about being able to give back. We're going to have our mini miracle coming up soon. But uh, I want to point out that tomorrow is, you know, the day of giving. It's a day of doing more for folks. And check out Ariel's story at WBSM.com and on the WBSM app where there are some places where you can give. But that's tomorrow. Today is Cyber Monday. So if you want to get out there and get some deals, there are deals to be had. I don't know if you went out and did Black Friday shopping. I went out and did a little shopping Friday morning. There were a couple of things that I saw come up in some of the advertising and I said, "Oh, I want to go and get those." And I didn't have to work, and I said, "You know what? I think I'll I'll try it. I was up early anyway. I went to sleep early on Thanksgiving. That that uh what's it, tryptophan did me in. So I got up early, went out and did some shopping. Not too early. I mean, I think I left the house at like 8:39 in the morning. I wasn't going to be one of those I saw from the the JCPenney advertising said it was going to open at 5 a.m. And I said, I just don't think think there's anything at JCPenney that I need to be there at 5 a.m. for. If I wanted it that badly, I would just order it online. But I guess there were some some good deals to be had. Uh, But today is Cyber Monday. So today is the day that they do it all online. So if you are looking to... Continue saving a little bit of money in your holiday shopping. I'm sure if you have regular places that you shop at or that you have rewards accounts at or any of those things, your inbox is probably flooded this morning with all of those deals. So enjoy them. One deal that I will say that I took advantage of over the weekend was I had signed up a couple weeks ago for, at the AMC Theaters in Dartmouth, they have what's called the A-List which is where you sign up, and for 25 bucks a month, you can see up to three movies a week. And uh, it's any format, so it's IMAX, 3D. You know, we don't have a lot of those options at our AMC, and in fact, we don't have a lot of AMC theaters around here. So it's not like if you want to see something in IMAX, you can take advantage of that through this locally, because it would have to be an AMC IMAX theater, and we just don't have one. But in terms of seeing three movies a week for twenty-five bucks, that's a heck of a deal. I don't think that I would ever go to see three movies in a week, but I did see two movies back to back. I saw a movie Thursday night. I saw a movie Friday night to take advantage of this, and because of the ticket prices, I think it's like would have been like thirteen bucks for each movie. My month already paid for itself. So if you are looking for a gift to get somebody, and especially a gift where today being Cyber Monday, you don't have to actually go to a store. You can purchase that online. And that would be a great gift to give someone to say, hey, for a year, I've made you an AMC A-list member and you can pay for it annually, I believe. I signed up for it monthly because I wasn't sure I was going to stick with it. And they you have to go through three months at least before you can cancel. I said, ah, let me see. It's so the three months where there's a lot of movies that come out. We'll see how it goes, but... I saw The Holdovers, which was the movie that was filmed locally. Uh, Parts of it were filmed in Fairhaven High School. Parts of it were filmed in the Wamsutta Club. And that was kind of, you know, what I was hoping to do when I went in there was to say, oh, let me see if I can find the local scenes. And, you know, if you know what you're looking for, you kind of can pick them out. But it doesn't distract you from what is a pretty good movie. It was very funny, very touching, well acted, well written. So if you are looking for a movie to go see, that is one that I would recommend. Now, I also would say it's going to be streaming soon. I think it'll be streaming sometime next month. I saw the date announced for it. And um, it's kind of long for seeing it in the theater. It's... I forget how long it was exactly. I think it was under two hours or maybe just a little over two hours, but it felt long in the theater. But you might not feel the same way, you know, watching it at home. But check it out. It's worth seeing. It's a good movie in addition to seeing those local connections. And then I saw Thanksgiving on Thanksgiving, the horror movie, and that does not have any connection locally. It takes place in Plymouth, but they didn't film it in Plymouth. In fact, very few of it looks like Plymouth, but they had good Plymouth references. So I haven't done any digging on it yet, but I would suspect that the people that wrote the film are familiar with the town. But they just didn't film it here. And I guess they tried to from something I was reading online. They wanted to film here and the town wouldn't allow it or the town had some restrictions about it. So they didn't film in Plymouth. And in in a, in a way, it's probably better because... The town does not come out looking good in that film. Not only because there's a serial killer running around named John Carver, but also because of the situation that kicks off the reason for that serial killer to exist. At the beginning of the film, there's a... We'll just say there's a melee. So, it's in the trailer, so I'm not really ruining anything. But that has, was not a film locally, but it had local references. So when they're, you know, dropping references to like Cordage Park or when they have, you're looking at what you can tell is supposed to be a recreation of Plymouth Plantation. I'm sorry, Plymouth it, Then you can see kind of that local connection. So again, if you're going to go to the movies and if you're planning on seeing more than one movie in a month, sign up for that A list. I just decided that, you know, I, I like to go to the movies. It's affordable when it's just one person. Enough affordable enough I should say When it's just one person So it's Even more affordable now because I'm basically getting 12 movies For the price of 10 Now there's some restrictions on it You can't get two tickets to the same show So you can't bring a friend But you can go see the same movie If you want to go back and see it again But I'll probably check out the Napoleon movie Uh, Looking forward to Wonka trying to think of what else was coming out that I wanted to see. But there's uh, all kinds of trailers for stuff over those two movies where I said, yeah, I'm going to be glad that I, I paid for this if I can find the time to get down here. So that might make a good gift to give somebody this year, and it might be a good thing to pick up today on Cyber Monday. I don't know if there's any deal on it, but it's worth looking into. So one of the things that you heard Ariel mention in the Newscast is that in a schools on Saturday, they had an emailed bomb threat that was determined to be a hoax, but that they will have increased police presence at both the Kushnett Elementary School and the Ford Middle School this morning. So if you are if you hadn't heard about that story, if you are in a if you were dropping off your kids and you see more police or if your kids come home and say there was a lot of police at the school today. Just understand that that's the reason why. Someone had apparently emailed in a bomb threat to a form on the school's website, a contact us form type thing. Someone had emailed in a bomb threat and it went to the superintendent. The superintendent, of course, has to take every one of those seriously and has to report them to the police and to the school resource officer, which she did. They went to investigate. They evacuated the building, which at the time only had custodial staff in it. And in the elementary school, ServPro was there doing a deep cleaning on the school. They previously scheduled deep cleaning. So they sent the police down. The uh, canines came from the state police and the Bristol County Sheriff's Office. They swept the two schools full sweep and determined that the email was a hoax. So now they'll, they'll try to track down who sent the email. It's probably not going to be as anonymous as that person thought. But this is just another in you know, a long string of these incidents that have been happening. These hoaxes and, and swatting incidents where resources are, are wasted, time and tax dollars are wasted, people are made unnecessarily nervous. Anxious. And now there'll be an increased police presence on campus today, which, you know, will take away resources from other things and could be disruptive. All because somebody pulled a hoax or tried to pull a hoax. And I've talked about this before. When I was in school, we had one bomb threat. The entire 13 years I went to school and that was when I was in 7th grade 6th grade or 7th grade in Sandwich and that was just because some kid brought in a an alarm clock from Spencer Gifts that looked like a bomb it was a novelty alarm clock that was like you know two sticks of dynamite with the clock in the middle and the The wires, I mean, it would, if it was a real bomb, it would look like something out of a cartoon, something the uh, coyote would use, something that said Acme on the side of it. But it was in a kid's locker. Somebody saw it, told the teacher, and next thing you know, not only were we evacuated, we were sent home. I mean, my mom was a stay-at-home mom mostly. She worked the weekends, and I walked in the door, and she was like, what are you doing here? It was before they had the all-call systems and all that kind of stuff. But that was the one time. There are kids who have had this happen to them multiple times or have had to go into multiple shelter-in-place situations. And that's just the reality of the the world that we live in now. I mean, I also went to school pre-Columbine, too. That happened after I was out of school already. So I don't. I don't want anybody to wonder and panic and not know what's happening if they're dropping their kids off at school or if their kids come home and say that there was increased police presence. That's why. It was just a hoax. And to the people that are doing this, I mean, I know that there was one woman who was doing this repeatedly. She had called every local police station, hospitals, um, colleges and universities. Some elementary and secondary schools she had sent threats into WBSM. but this was a person who was, you know, mentally disturbed. This was a person who had severe issues and ended up going to, to court multiple times over these these charges. and I mean that not just because she did it multiple times, but she did it in multiple rounds. So she would do it, get caught, get in trouble, do it again. So naturally, every time that there's some of these things that happen, you know, her name comes up. Whether it be, I don't know if the investigators bring it up and consider it a possibility. I don't think she's in jail. I don't think she's even institutionalized. But her name will come up as, you know, is this another another situation where she's doing her thing again. And I don't think that that's the answer every time. I think that there are people who are just doing this for what reason. I don't know because they think it's funny because they think that it's, it's an edgy thing to do because they think that it's, I mean, I, I guess you'd have to be kind of sick and twisted to think that it's fun, but maybe that's the case. And, and normally you look at it and if it's like a school day or something, you think, oh, gee, a kid's just trying to get out of a test or, but I, I can't think of why somebody would want to do it on a Saturday of a holiday weekend unless they just were expecting it was going to get read on Monday. maybe trying to turn a four-day weekend into a five-day weekend. But anyway, it's it was a hoax. At least that's what the police have determined. So there's no reason to be concerned. There's no real threat. But uh, out of an abundance of caution is the term that is always used, they will have increased police presence on the campus of the two Akushnet schools this morning. And that's the thing. It was, I guess, a a general threat to a cushion at schools, but a cushion only has two schools technically under its own school department. So that's because, you know, those students go to what? Fairhaven High School, right? So they only have to worry about the middle school and the elementary school. But if you are somebody who thinks that kind of thing is funny, don't, don't do it. It's not. And the consequences when they catch you, and they probably will, are pretty severe. 508-996-0500. You can also hit us up on App Chat on the WBSM app. A little bit later on this week, we're going to be giving away some tickets to a local holiday performance. Uh, If you listened to Town Square Sunday yesterday, or if you read the article online, the Shepherd Center for the Performing Arts is going to be putting on a holiday special uh, that will be happening on December 17th, and we have uh, some tickets to give away to that. We will do that later on this week. Uh, Congratulations, too, to all of our winners of the Trans-Siberian Orchestra tickets. We We were able to get those tickets out to you in four packs. So you got four tickets, a nice... You know, that's the kind of thing that we know a family wants to go to see. We also were lucky enough to to get a good amount of tickets to that so you were able to hopefully take the whole family or some friends. You know, sometimes when it's a four-pack, it's a couple that wants to go and they want to bring another couple with them. Whatever it may be, hope that you enjoyed the show. And those are just some of the tickets we'll be giving away. We've got more things planned in the coming weeks and the months and all through 2024 because that's what radio is about. We like to give things away. And uh, those holiday show tickets will be a nice thing to get you in the mood. We'll have some other things that we'll give away throughout the course of the holidays and after as well. 508 996 0500. Right now, though, I'm going to take a quick break and we'll be back in a few moments. Welcome back in. We're going to be going into the newsroom in just a moment with Ariel. When we come back to the side, more with you, 508-996-0500. We'll be joined later on in the morning in the 8 o'clock hour by Jack Spillane of New Bedford Light as we'll be turning on the light. We will talk about Jack's latest column at newbedfordlight.org that discusses the three incumbents that were reelected in this past month's election that uh, took a little bit of a dip in some of their usual numbers and so we'll get into that with jack a little bit later on and of course we'll take your phone calls with him as well but right now it is time to go into the newsroom with ariel dorsey
1: political leaders are weighing in on saturday night shooting in vermont of three students of palestinian descent burlington police say their investigation is in their earliest And have not publicly said if they have a motive. While authorities haven't indicated whether or not they're calling it a hate crime, the Council on American Islamic Relations announced it's offering a $10,000 reward for the arrest and conviction of the perpetrator or perpetrators. President Biden says he's Talking with leaders in the Middle East in an effort to extend a four day ceasefire in the Israel Hamas war. Biden said the goal is to allow the release of more hostages. Speaking to reporters in Nantucket, Massachusetts, the president expressed release, relief over Sunday's release of four year old Israeli American Abigail Idan and other hostages. Memorial services for former First Lady Rosalind Carter are set to begin later today. The former First Lady will lie in repose in the lobby of the Jimmy Carter Presidential Library in Atlanta for members of the public to pay their respects. Rosalind Carter's funeral will be held Wednesday in Plains, Georgia, where she will be buried at the family residence. The former Minnesota police officer who was convicted of killing George Floyd is expected to survive after he was stabbed in prison. Derek Chauvin is serving over 20 years in a federal prison for Floyd's murder in Minneapolis in 2020. He was seriously injured Friday after being stabbed by another inmate. Parts of the country are seeing cold weather as people head home from the Thanksgiving holiday. In the Great Lakes region, below average temps will trigger lake effect. Snow and travel could be dangerous in parts of the Midwest into the Northeast. Heavy rain is also possible along the Gulf Coast and mid-Atlantic into New England. Some members of Generation Z might not be able to make it home for the holidays this year. A recent Credit Karma survey found many Gen Z Americans with student debt won't be able to afford traveling home for the holidays on top of their student loan payments. Nearly a third of Gen Z survey participants say they're relying on their parents to pay for their travel expenses. In sports, the Celtics bounce back from their recent loss with a 113-103 victory over the Atlanta Hawks in Boston. Jason Tatum led all scorers with 34 points and came within one rebound of recording a double-double. Jalen Brown chipped in with 21 points, Derek White led all players with 11 assists, and Al Horford collected a game-high 15 rebounds. The Celtics are now leading the Atlantic Division and will host the Chicago Bulls for an in-season tournament group play game tomorrow night at TD Garden. The Patriots' losing streak is up to four games after falling 10-7 to to the New York Giants at MetLife Stadium. Mac Jones started the game under center for the Pats. He completed 12 of 21 for 89 yards and two interceptions before being benched once again. Bailey Zappi completed 9 of 14 for 54 yards and a pick. New England is now last in the AFC East at 2-9 and nine and will host the Los Angeles Chargers this week. And the Bruins have dropped back-to-back games entering tonight's battle against the Blue Jackets. Boston is hoping to bounce back from a disappointing loss to the Rangers at Madison Square Garden. The Bruins are still leading the Atlantic Division with 31 points, and Columbus is the last in the Metropolitan Division with 16 points. Now let's take a look at your local forecast with EBC 6
0: Good to be with you, everybody, on this Monday morning. Starting out the day with gradual clearing will remain dry and blustery. Temps around 50, falling into the mid to upper 40s by this afternoon with mostly sunny skies. Gusty winds between 20 and 25 miles per hour. Our mostly clear skies overnight tonight. Temperatures dip into the upper 20s, mostly sunny and cold. Upper 30s and breezy tomorrow. Be sure to watch ABC6 for my full seven-day forecast. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Ceci del Carmen on New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM.
1: I'm Ariel Dorsey for WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's News Talk Station, WBSM, and get breaking news alerts with the WBSM app. Thank mm-hmm. you.
2: Welcome back in 508-996-0500. nine nine six zero five hundred. Let's go to the phones. Good morning, you're on WBSM.
0: Morning Tim, how are you doing? Good how are you? Good, good. Um, so I, I don't know what your topics of conversation were because I just got in the in the car and I uh just turned you on. Um but something that came to came to my mind um earlier today, I saw some people talking about it in comment sections and posting about it. So a lot of talk has been uh, about the wind farm and how it harms marine life. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the whales are dying. And, you know, these are the same people that have been mute and stayed quiet for decades when we've had oil spill after oil spill in the Gulf. In fact, just recently, uh, there was a major oil spill in the Gulf that's spilling out over a million barrels of oil into the Gulf of Mexico every day. Currently happening. Nobody's saying anything. Those marine life, they don't matter. Those fishermen don't matter. The shrimpers off the Louisiana coastline, they don't matter. All it matters is that the wind farms have stopped. Now, we can talk about the economics of it, because I think it's a terrible investment right now, but when they decide to try and make this an environmental thing, when they haven't given a crap about the environment for 35 years is, is laughable, you know? And in regards to the oil and oil production in the United States, we're one of the top oil producers in the world. We are the top oil producer in the world. People still bring up the Keystone XL pipeline as if that's like some kind of save all, you know, project. I mean, it's an economic project. It's going to provide major jobs, but it doesn't add to our production because it actually drives through foreign oil to our Gulf of Mexico.
2: Yeah, it was Canadian and, oil coming down to the Gulf for processing for refinement.
0: Right. Exactly. Exa- that that doesn't that doesn't add to our production. Now I, I hear a lot, and, and I'm of this mindset. This is why I'm against the Keystone Pipeline. Um, other than the environmental, which by the way that that's leaked recently too, the, the Keystone pipeline. Uh, those people also didn't care about the, the fauna and the, and the wildlife out there near the, near the pipeline. They didn't care about that. They only care about marine life when it comes to wind farms. But anyways, back to the Keystone. Um, the reason why I'm against it is if you're for individual liberty and individual rights and, and small government, why do you propose that the federal government forced through a foreign pipeline pumping through foreign oil through a city that doesn't want it. What? We are for, if you're for, to me, if, if you're for small government and, and, and charting your own course as a municipality and, and, and reducing the size and influence of the federal government, why are you okay with the federal government forcing through a foreign company's pipeline that's pumping foreign oil through a city and a reservation of a
2: people that don't want it well and that's one side of it but to go back to your point about the environmental aspect of it i think that that's just latching on to a convenient thing to try to um use for the people that are for it to you know it's kind of like um you think that that's something that the people that are for it will care about so you're trying to bring that you don't actually care about it yourself but you know that the people that are uh, in disagreement with you care about it so you're trying to use that and be like Oh well, but what about the marine life that you care so much about? So I don't. Right, it, and I, I think that it, part of that is you know it's loose, very loose um, research at this point that hasn't connected all of that together yet. But they're jumping on that as a reason to say we shouldn't go forward with this, rather than say let's try one and see what happens.
0: Well, the, the whole thing is that it's just political fodder, right? They're they're against it because it's it's renewable. They're against they're against it from the beginning before they even knew the outcome and the economics of it. They were against it, right? So. Because I mean, they could easily have looked out to to the the coastline of England, the UK. They have the world's largest wind farm out there, and we could have easily studied the effects to marine life out there. Because there's a massive whale industry out there. Well, whale used to be a massive whaling industry out there until we globally shut down the whaling industry. But there's a lot of whales that live up in the in the up by Norway and the eastern side of, of the UK. We could have easily looked into that and see how how badly uh, those wind farms affected the travel and migration of, of those whales and, and the health of those whales and other marine life in the area. And, and but we didn't. The, well, but we didn't. Too- and, and that's because it's
2: Go ahead. Oh, Go ahead. The other thing, too, is they like everybody wants to point to the windmills is these are killing the whales. That's why these whales keep showing up when, you know, the, the reports that we get say for the most of the part, these whales die because they were hit by a boat. Because people that are out there boating don't follow the rules when it's right whale season. And so they end up bumping into these whales and then the whales suffer an injury and then end up succumbing right. to it.
0: Right. It, 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 there's.
2: The the same people who
0: are, again, same people who are against this wind farm and the whales, they don't care when the whale gets suffocated by all the oil that's spewing out by a million gallons of oil a day. They don't care. So my whole thing, I like the economics of drill because we can't get rid of fossil fuel. I think fossil fuel is the most uh, economical right now. It's the cheapest form of energy uh, because our our solar and wind farms are, are too new to be economical for the average person. But the people that are opposing it are, are just using environmentalism as, as a, as political football. And it's, it's, I think it's, I don't know the reason why we should distrust a lot of people that just don't You know, they just read, don't read beyond the the headlines. You know, they just, they just need to say something and oppose something.
2: And, it's, and you would think the environmentalists who are for renewable energy, who are for these wind farms, if if they really felt like they were causing a problem, they would be against them, right? Because they're environmentalists. Well, they're... They,
0: they they have been. There, there has been a group of, of people that sure, I, there are some, have yeah. been, and um, that, rightfully so. I mean, I, if they have a, a, a concern, but they're always against everything. Those environmentalists, the, the they're, they're the ones who chain themselves to trees and they do ridiculous stuff. They block highways over environmentalism and, and all that stuff so they have a uh, you know a real reason to do that they have a history of doing it but these people that are just against the wind farm they are only against the wind farm they're, they're not really environmentalists they really don't care about marine life and if you're in favor of the xl pipeline you know go for it if you're for the jobs but don't act like it's adding to our our production level in the united states because it's not and it's definitely not um you know, of the, of, the, of the thought process of individual rights and, and stuff like that. Because when I hear that, they're in favor, I'm going to say this again, they're in favor of a foreign company running through a foreign pipeline that's, traveling, that's, that's transporting foreign oil through somebody's backyard, and they're okay with that. That's not all about individual rights. And if you're a conservative, that's your utmost thing. Reduce the size of the federal government and expand the, the power of the local government. And you're literally stripping that away, for a foreign company. So, again, it's hypocritical on, on that side. But yeah. I don't know if that was a topic of conversation, but that was on the top of my mind.
2: No, no, that's uh, it's definitely a worthwhile thing to discuss. All right, Tim. Have a right. One. You as well. And uh, we are going to take a break, 508-996-0500. If you want to call in and chime in or hit us up on app chat on the WBSM app but right now, I am going to take that break. We'll be back in just a few moments. In you know, we finally had a little bit of. Well, I mean, we've had some little stretches of cold weather, but I saw on social media a lot of people saying over the weekend, finally broke down and put my heat on. People who were trying to do no heat November who said, Yeah, I almost made it, I almost made it through the end of the month, but had to turn the heat on. I turned mine on. In fact, I'm probably having a little, uh, little trouble speaking this morning from all the dust and stuff that was probably. coming up into my nostrils from having the heat on so much. But uh, I did have it running quite a bit over the last couple of days. And as a result, you might be realizing that you've got some cold spots happening around your house, right? As the heat is on, you're like, Hey, why does it feel so drafty over here? Well, the problem might be your roof. The problem might be that you've got some separation happening or some, other issues that are going on structurally with your roof and don't waste time because what that means is that every time you turn on that heat, you're just putting it out the window or in this case, out the top of the roof. So call Precision Window and Kitchen in New Bedford. They're the people that can help you there. And whether it is your roof or whether it is your windows or whether it's the weather stripping around your doors or maybe your doors just need to be replaced, whatever it might be, they can handle it all. They've been doing it all. For decades They are a family owned and run company Right here in New Bedford And they will get the job done quickly They will get it done correctly They will get it done with precision And in talking with them When you go over there and you talk with Joe and the gang And you say to them "You know, I'm not really sure what it needs They say hey don't worry If you don't need it we're not going to make you do it But if you do need it we're going to give you all kinds of options Because they can do that They have all sorts of materials that they work with They create a lot of things right there. If you need double-paned windows, they make them right there in the shop that's behind their showroom on a cushioned avenue. In fact, other companies come to them to get double-paned windows. So those are just some of the things that they can offer to help you to make sure that your home is shored up, ready to withstand the elements this winter, and ready to keep your family warm, which protects your family but also protects your pocketbook and your wallet too because you don't want to see that money go right out the top of your home. Or right out a window. I dealt with that. I had a hole in my bathroom floor. The first place that I lived in when I moved out of my parents' house. And I had one of those in-floor furnaces. And I would turn it on to warm up the house knowing that it was just going out that hole in the bathroom. No matter what I put over it, the landlord wouldn't have it fixed. Insisted on coming down to do it himself. And I wish I had known about Precision Window and Kitchen back then because I would have just had him call them. And you can do the same. Go and check them out online, precisionwindowandkitchen.com. You can see a lot of the things that they they can do for you. You can see a lot of the materials they work with. And you can schedule a free no-obligation estimate where they'll come out. They'll take a look. They'll tell you exactly what you need. And they'll tell you how quickly they can get it done to make sure that you are staying warm this winter. That's Precision, Window, and Kitchen. You know, uh, speaking of Precision, that's not exactly something the Patriots had with that field goal at the end of the game. But I've never seen so many Giants fans upset about a win. (laughs) I saw a lot of people commenting like, ah, they're ruining it. We want a franchise quarterback. Stop winning games. Don't beat the Patriots. But I think there's always a desire on the part of either one of those teams to beat the other one, no matter how bad of a season each might be having. But how much worse can it get for the Patriots? Mac Jones benched again. Bailey Zappi, clearly not the answer either. So, really, at this point, let's just hope that the Patriots can keep losing, right? Is that where we've gotten to? Where we want to hear how how well they can tank? And, you know, tank like yesterday. If you're going to lose a game, lose it like yesterday, where at least you're in it until the end. I mean, it was not exciting football by any stretch of the imagination. But at least you have a chance at the end and then blow it. Because if you can keep it close and then draft a quarterback, maybe that's the answer. But do you do you have do you also have faith that Bill Belichick's gonna draft a quarterback and put him in there right away? Could you be looking at another season of Mac Jones or Bailey Zappi or some other plug in? Either way. You can catch all the games right here on WBSM, including this coming Sunday when the Patriots host the L.A. Chargers. Kickoff at 1 p.m., pregame at 10 a.m., and all the Patriots action on WBSM is brought to you by Shooting Supply, Primacare, and D&J Enterprises. Got to take my final break of the hour. We'll be back in a few moments.